All right, Steven, take it away. Getting a back twang. Oh, man, it's like ASMR. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to, to Roll20. We'll be, be using for the bit now in the future. Got everything figured out. Got our macros all figured out. Got two things recording. I think for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so. We'll roll with what we got then. Um, as a reminder, um, yeah, that slide bar exists for for sound. And if I start playing sounds that are, are are too loud or something, it's the combination of my volume settings and yours. So feel free to turn yours down or up over there. Um, does anybody want, want to volunteer to, to do a recap? Otherwise, I'm happy to, if that would be preferred. Take it away. Okay. We begin last session with you four, because Darbellus is with you after all, flying down as wind clouds behind an alley and coming to manifest your physical forms in an alley behind a tavern called the Empty Empty uh, Bottle, which Earth seems to be somewhat familiar with. Entering, you find um, a, for lack of a better word, a child um, manning the place uh, um, asleep and potentially drunk as well. You, you get a key, you go up to your room, you briefly discuss, there's some clairvoyance that Urfael did, and um, all, all he informed you guys was he didn't see what he expected to, to see in the uh, master bedroom of the Baron's estate here in Dornburg. And you, um, uh, Annie, you updated Elspeth and Eklund on your circumstances, and Norwin, you did a um, telepathic bomb with everybody, so y'all spent your time and then Earth opened up the window, hopped out, and said, let's get to work. And work indeed. You went to the bunker basement bar where you went down and saw the little, the little uh, fighting ring there, a rock gnome that was pouring drinks, ale, and black bourbon that was most decidedly impure vodka, and saw a few... Sure enough, Sons of Red Jack, or at least that, that was the assumed... Um, person, personages that were there, one being Horace the Whoremonger and several other colorfully named fellows. Uh, Manny came in dressed to the nines via her um, her disguised self spell and Darbellos and began to, to strike up a conversation with Horace about how she's just passing through looking for, for business out east where, where the war front is getting some coins selling her wares, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge. Third nudge. Um, Norwin altering himself as he seems now to be able to transform his his physical form as he sees fit. Um, at will, some may say. At will, so some may say. specifically at Annie's will, not <laughs> his own. Uh, Do it again. Put some lotion on his skin. Oh, it looks pretty. 
um, walks in and strikes up a conversation looking for work and the such. And as things were getting spicy with Horace the Whoremonger and Annie beginning to, to tout what she's worth exactly, Earth walks in with the blood moon blade drawn, scraping on, on the floor and says, I changed my mind. Jumps over the, ta the table, kills two in one fell swoop, and bloodshed begins, which Annie has her own plans, a bit irked at the interruption with what the original plan was, grabs Horace, who she had previously hypnotic patterned, and poof, 500 feet away saying, run, I don't know who he is, he's crazy pants dwarfman, and Shrenka says, sure, I'm out of here. Um, Earth subtly tortures a younger member of the sons of Red Jack, chops off his his hand, he rolls a net 20 and survives and, and scurries away, but you guys at least are aware, Annie's at least aware of that. Earth and Annie um, mince some sharp words about why they are here. I've been all over multiple planes for you, this is my gig. Well, don't ruin the plan then, and back and forth, back and forth, as um, Darbellos begins to call CPS for poor Norwin, who clearly cannot be trusted in this broken household. <laughs> Earth decides to uh, climb a rock face when Annie strides stride away from him and starts to hearing the din of sound and flickering lights up ahead that, that may indeed be, ah, yes they are, torches being lit and, the, and sounds of hush <laughs> as well as scraping of steel, chain mail being thrown on, etc., etc. Andy decides, fuck it, we'll do it your way then, she says to Earth via the tel telepathic um, bond. Her eyes go black as she comes in, shatters, killing three instantly outside the jailhouse as Earth continues to, to climb up in a more stealthy approach. Battle ensues in which you fight several, well, many um, grunts, if, if you will, and several lieutenants, per perhaps, people with some import to, to them, or at least reasonable skills for, for, for the likes of mercenaries, including Horace the Hormonger, who seemed to either have been coming out of the mineshaft entrance or went there to gather some allies because he, he came forth from that general direction with some swordsmen with him. We pick up right now with bloodshed. I didn't put all the dead bodies around, but there is plenty of them. Uh, um, as <clears throat> Annie and Darbalos are to the northwest, they're sort of where where the the mine shaft is, right where right where their cart is. The <coughs> back to the upper left will lead you to the mine shaft entrance. Um, Norman had been chasing down one final figure that was just getting the fuck out of dodge, but uh, Earth in his blind unstoppable rage at the, the moment saw the, the one remaining figure left did a 10 foot running head start jumped over that chasm used his action to dash as close as he could snapped his fingers as blood vanished from his hand and reappeared <gasps> in this figure's chest as she falls pushing the blade up 
face first there. And we'll pick up from that exact moment right now with Norwin. Um, currently, how, how much light does your produced flame give you? 10 foot? Uh, it's like a standard torch. Yeah. Standard torch. Okay, so <laughs> you can see as you're coming around the corner, and I'll move you just one more tick, um, mm -hmm. you, you can indeed see Earth still walking toward this body to, to well, I'll say that you see the sword sticking out the eye pulsing a yellow color as the crimson blood seems to light almost within an inner fire as the blade drinks it hungrily. You see earth, red mist rising and falling from him, adding to the the very cool, you know, 3.30 in the morning air that is this mountain village right now. And, and, and Darbelts at the moment, unsure of, of what is happening over there, but quite sure that that look in Earth's eye um, did not care for her at this moment mm -hmm. in time. So we'll take it away beginning with Annie, um, just because that's the the order that I'm seeing you all in. Sure. Right Can you all see this also, this arrow that I'm putting? Yep. Okay, I just wanted to check for later on. Yep, and remember the the measure tool has a has a hide from others and show to others, and you can also um, when you move your person, you can click and drag and I hit Q, I think. Yep, and it shows the distance that that you've gone. Mm -hmm. Can be very. I found that also it works if you do if you hold right click as well. If you have a mouse. Ah, don't think that works for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Annie, what do you do? Well, Darbellos, do you think we should head into the jail? Sounds like that's where they were shacking up. Uh, well, if that's where they were, I suppose that's where we should go to at least see what's what, but should we wait for the others? I will think in my head, I'm heading towards the jail and start walking. All right, go, go ahead and move yourself, and I'll, I'll have Darbellos follow suit. Just move uh, 30 feet or up to up to 60 if you want at this moment in time. Just for the internal I'm just going to be strolling. Which building is the jail on, on this map? I think it's, it's this one. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's where they were all coming out of originally. All right. Norwin. Uh, all right, because Earth jumped basically. Um, so I didn't see him whiz past me, but he jumped basically this way, right? Yep. Okay. So, okay. So I didn't necessarily know that he was going to be there as I rounded the corner. And so uh, I'll, as I round the corner, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, is that the last one? Two, obviously, Earth Isle. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said, is that the last of them? Uh, I'm up. You're going to get an answer in a strange dwarven dialect that you don't quite understand, but it sounds really old and rough. And then let's see here. Let's see. Ooh, nope. Does Norwin know what that means? Nat one. That's not looking good. Oh, boy. Uh, so then I need two. Okay, so... So, last source of damage isn't there, so in that case, takes turn as normal. 
So technically, I don't have to attack him, right? Correct. Yep. You just okay. take turn unless he attacked you, which fortunately he hasn't. Yes. Okay. Um, so I use my bonus action to try to end my rage. So I can't call blood back necessarily. So I got to walk over there and get him. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 10, 15, and then 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Okay, I'm going to go and pick up blood and then dash back essentially and end up <laughs> right next to Norwin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who doesn't know that anything uh, is wrong? And yeah, and I'm gonna flavor it this way, where he actually walks at a slow pace, and as he gets close to blood, a red phantom kind of like picks it up, and then it comes back to him, and then he walks back to Norwin, and then he almost like shifts at the very end in a quick way. If that makes sense, so like when the dash happens, like, but he doesn't ever like run. If that makes sense. Very, very horror movie style, where they yeah! walk and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep. by, by the way, um, uh, specifically Leo and Rachel, I, I put your um, doodads up t to the upper left of the screen. So if you decide to use your whip or sword, oh, I see him. Okay. Or um, I'm just assigning them to you right now. I also put your um, javelin there if you want, Leo and yeah. Annie. Annie, you have your um, my thunderstick, my boomstick. Perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, that happens. Um, Annie, you're up again. I'm just gonna keep walking. Okay. Annie, as you and you're, as you're strolling, you, <clears throat> that female tiefling that you can, can see just to your, just to your left as you're, as you're walking there, her mm -hmm. black eyes had just, you know, had life had left them. It's not enough that you cared to, to stand by and watch, but you're familiar with Earth's um, eff efficiency in ending lives and you had very little doubt that he, he did. Um, but all of a sudden, you hear a breath. <gasps> and in Infernal, um, that only you can hear at this, at this range, you and Dar fellows both, you hear, No, no, I'm not ready yet. No! As a flaming hand, clawed and white of flesh, tears up through her chest grips her sternum and pulls down. She's like, nah, nah! and her screams die immediately, like a puppet cut from its strings and the body goes limp. The flesh loses the tan tones and turns to pale like the, the moonlight. Tongues of fire lick across her form, starting from the visible hole in her chest, setting the body slowly aflame. Since you've only used your movement thus far, if you want to use an extra bone section, you, you may. Um, can I try to put the flames out? Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can just, yeah, go, go, go ahead and move yourself over there. You can start to pat the flames out. They seem to be crawling preternaturally quickly, 
but if you uh, you know grab your um, cloak and just start slapping it and smothering it, um, they do need oxygen to survive. So. And where was she again? Because I can't see her on my map. Oh, I'm sorry. I. You know, she is like right so, next to where you are, like right around there. That's okay. actually exactly where she is, and I do I do have her on the map. But this is going to happen a lot. I'm going to have things in the GM layer and the token layer. So if I'm talking no something and you're like, "Where is it?" Oh, it's probably just because I don't have it on the right layer. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And what should I roll to try to put out the flames? Um. Good question. Strength. Punch the flames out of existence. Just Perfect. make a dexterity check. Okay. Twelve. All right. I was giving this the same as a um, medicine check to stabilize to someone. This is a dex check for putting it out. So ten was all you had to beat. However, you will take um, one fire damage too, but you're resistant. So as you're patting them out and you grab your shadowy cloak and you just smother it and put everything out, Darbellis is standing there, one, shocked by what he just saw, two, you can tell he doesn't understand the language, there's no recognition to him. It was just like, and then you just go over and start patting it out. He just is standing there. He'll take a step back and be like oh my he says audibly oh my i'll have to write this one down in my journal of what the fuck now we're in the inquisition all right norwin what are you go- going to do as the red mist form of earth is it a free action to shit your pants <laughs> i see just like books up now that he's this close can i does he seem is it of a visible signs that no one should be alarmed. I would say yes. I would say your insight is high enough that a baseline would be going, oh, oh, shit. Okay, I'm gonna kind of back away and say, oh, the sun's getting real low, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to literally shat myself as far away as I can get, which is there. <laughs> Uh, yep, dashing. And then I just did the uh, you know, measurement to go with the triangles. Mm-hmm. So, yep, and that is what I'll do. Um, yeah, and that ends my turn for now. Can your reaction attack be a grapple? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. no, no, because you have to take the attack action. And okay. When you're taking a reaction. No worries. Am I up? Yep. So, fortunately, since nothing has attacked me and I attack nothing, the rage would dissipate on its own. Right? I, if, if that's what the document says. Yeah, the document doesn't. It doesn't say anything about like endless rage. It's it's the it has a relentless endurance thing tied into it. So we might need to update it eventually. But okay. no, but yeah. So if nothing's yeah. attacked me, the the intent I don't believe is that it lasts forever. I think it still ends normally. Okay, yeah. In that sense, so. Perfect. It'd be great until level 15. Next level, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it would end. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well. <clears throat> and Earth would spit up a big old wad of blood. 
And let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, 40, 45. Nice. So, uh, not to interrupt your movement here, uh, Leo. No, no worries. But um, under grappling, it is considered an attack action with a special attack. It's a grapple. Right. So it might still be, depending on how you want to rule that, it might still be considered an attack. Well, you're, you're not taking the attack action when you take an opportunity attack. It's a, it's a separate thing. The, the, attack, uh, the attack action you take on your turn. You can't take yeah, okay. I understand what you're... Okay. It's a Thank you. My seventh e. No, it's cool. Um, all right. <clears throat> so I'm going to jump that chasm, and I'm going to stand in front of the jail there, and I'm going to turn towards Annie as she's getting to second base on the tiefling lady that I killed. <laughs> yeah, the flames are all put out by the time you get there, so you're not quite sure <laughs> what's happening. We don't have time for this shit. We're in it now. So let's all get in line, myself included. Just thought you two would like to know she had a hand come out of her chest and actually kill her, and it started her on fire just now. But we uh, can who, move on. Who, the, the person you're leaning over? Mm-hmm, the tiefling. And see how pale she is now? Are we still in turn order? No. I if I ever see if Leo was going to kill kill anybody today. Yeah, no. no, no, no. If the rage ended, that's yeah. why. It's a bummer that you left Norwin because I was going to just grab you because the spirit knew the rage was going to end and then leap across the chasm with you. <laughs> Dropping you in. Whoop! <laughs> Accidents. Yeah. Bad spirit. Anyways. Um, Earth, did you kill her with blood? Uh... Probably. Could this be something of blood's doing? I don't think so. Not that I'm complaining, just wondering. Never seen that before, and he doesn't... I haven't seen him shred things like the other blade did. Can I... Have, have I ever seen anything like this before with the Sons of Jack? Nope. You hear in your head also, I don't know what she refers to. Hmm. Yeah, I knew, I knew it wasn't you. Yeah. This is new to me. It seems like it'd be something more up your alley. I don't know. It looks like a red hand, much white like hand. what? A white hand. Oh, well, it was a white hand. The white man did it again. We should we should go to the jail. That's where white men like to be. <laughs> I feel safe there. Can, is there any visible marks on her chest from where that protrusion happened? Just a hole. Yes. Cool. Just a hole. There's a hole that has scorch marks around right right in the center. Does it seem like any of the internal organs are, are charred? Mm-hmm. Very okay. much so. Kind and of like it's... the fire was inter internalized and then began to spread outward. And there's a definitive lacking of a, like, there's not like a specific, not like the heart was ripped out. It just looks like, like it grabbed like the sternum, since we're big into sternums right now, and just mm -hmm. pulled <gasps> and snapped and broke and just ripped and Killed, killed her. As if that was the tether that the spirit was attached to, it broke it and ripped it away again. Pretty much. <laughs> is there, so there's a hole in the chest, is there a hole in the back to match? Like it's something that went up through, it just is that one portion. Okay. That's spirit all. dog. It's crazy. So something internal. Okay. Well, the fire's out, so we can check it out after, and I'm going to start walking yep. again. How about this? Pick a captain either her or this bloke over here, because I killed one over here, right? One of the named guys, I can't see his yep. face, but. And then Norwin, you take Horace, 
and you guys do what you do best. And as we go anywhere else... Oh no, they got me. Ah, I see what you're saying. So, okay. Alternatively, I do have the box with me and we could shove them in. That works too. I think we should take their disguises. I mean, mine, I, I cannot do what you do with outfits. Mine's only skin changing. So, um, so I guess let's let's quickly take those. Would I have any idea how big the mercenary company of company is? Like the fact that we killed six decent fighters. Would I know? Like, okay, blah. Um, I would say that with um, Cormac's thing, he had about thirty. Uh, 30 men under him. He is probably mm-hmm. the best fighter. Cormac was probably about equivalent to one of these um, four that you killed. Okay. So they seem okay. to have people under them, um, but you also know Cormac was definitely not one of the top five. But what that number is, is it like, you know, one of the top has five, has five, has five pyramid scheme, or mm-hmm. not really sure? Do theoretically they all have 30 goons under their control like he did? So, like, we've killed 15 and there's 110 more in the mines. Yeah, you unfortunately don't know. You only know what you know okay. and you can assume based on that. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I, I will just mention, you know that they're pretty large for a mercenary force, but in my game, in my, in my world at least, mercenary forces aren't like... Um, usually not like hundreds or thousands of people or anything like that. Typically, they might be a dozen to maybe a hundred would be like a very large, well-known mercenary force. That was my thought. Like if you had a hundred people, that was, whoa. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make it, it's prop, it would be unlikely if it was like 200, 300, but. No, 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 totally, totally, totally. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> Damn it, that'd be great. There could still be 50 fucking swords hiding around here for us somewhere, so I just think, unless you guys got a better plan, let's do something. I say maybe take the bodies with us, but let's not take the time to do that right now. Agreed. Let's just keep going and kill as many as we can as we're on a roll. Yes. So no no disguises? Annie can do disguises as she will, and I will just be a random... Oh, I'm going to change to look like Horus. Okay. And I'll just change into an ugly motherfucker. And you did hear him uh, speak for, for, for a minute, so you do have that. Yep, I am going Ooh, to be very true. Um, Annie and Earth, you two see a figure approaching. You can see my dots spreading. Mm-hmm. Slowly mm-hmm. approaching up this this way here. Stops right here, and from the darkness where even you guys can't can't see it, you you hear a you hear a loud whisper, a a come back. It's too dangerous. What are you doing, Tobias? Tobias. The figure that you see um, stop right about. Here in the dim light that our two with um dark vision can 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 see right now is a human figure with bald head, but like that 
ring of whitish uh, uh, gray hair around here. Pretty flat nose, a bit of chops, but um, not not looking too great. Um, very very plain looking individual wearing his night clothes, and seems to be he might be dropped, dropping turds from from his um, flowing skirt be, be behind him that you can't tell. He looks very very scared. Either him or Norwin. He looks very very scared right now. And, but he's yet he's walking toward you. And then when he sees when when Annie, you, your devil form just barely lit by a um, um torch. Nearby. Would I have changed by now to Horace though? Uh yes. Yep. So at this point, as this figure comes within, you change into Horace. So as as you turn to see an earth, you you just cock your head to see this figure. As your heads both turn, he stops. And he sees you, Amani, and he turns and runs back where he came from. Do we chase him? Do I recognize him at all? The name doesn't sound familiar. Um, make a intelligence check. Ooh, boy. Seventeen. You remember that there was a man that lived in Dornberg named Tobias. Uh, he had a wife. Didn't really interact a lot with him. Do you remember what he did? Was he just like, was he a miner? Was he a merchant? Was he a... He, he, he was more of a merchant sort. Um, not, not like the big general store. Not a miner either. Didn't have the physical strength for that. He's sort of a, if you will, he's one of the learned folks, which means he can read and, and write, and he would take care of some of the more basic uh, ledgers for people who couldn't. Friendly sort. He didn't have a lot of interaction with him. Yeah, worth the, chasing. Name, the name Tobias does sound familiar. Yeah. Sure, just, I'm sure they're just curious what that crazy ass loud sound was. The sound of winning. (laughs) I'm assuming we're not chasing after. No, he's. I don't think he's. He's not a son of Jackie. Ain't our business. All right. Who wants to go in first, son? Well, they came out of all hell of places. Are we going in the jailhouse first? Might as well clear that out, since that probably has the least amount of square footage to deal with. Mm-hmm. And that is where they said a majority of them sleep, or at least some of them sleep, it sounds like. And we're going in, swords drawn? Yep, let's just yeah. kill them. Sweet. I'm right in. I'll go in the door first, I guess. Kick it in, because we're not being quiet, so that's fine by me. <laughs> All right. I'm going to love their faces when Horace starts slaughtering them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember that map that you wanted to use, that you made, and it was so beautiful? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look at that! All right. Oh, I gotta copy you guys over. One second. I am going to um, pop Strick Nine out and tell him to keep watch to see if anyone starts to run away from a different building. Good call. Okay. Cool. So you're gonna leave Strick Nine outside. Yep, invisible, but guard. What if all the townspeople have true sight? Yeah. Well. 
And Dornberg is it's good folk. Back. <laughs> good folk. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to pop you guys right here. Not necessarily in this order. Um, I'll just reorg quick. In yeah, I don't, I don't, have, I don't have to go first. I'm, I'll just kick the door open. Boom. So if we just, if we just want to keep initiation, we can just keep with Annie, Norm, and me. No, no, it's fine. We don't, we don't need initiative at this moment in time. Is that where the door is? No, no one's in there. Good, 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 yep. good, good. As <laughs> Earth kicks the door in, which was already open, so why he did that? Just for good fucking measure, because they were streaming out. Kicks the door. I like opening things. You all take a few steps in, and you see where um, a lot of tables here. Well, you see what you see here on on the first floor, and a hole above that that you know that that is obviously a second floor. But but then you can see the roof um, rafters above that, so you know that that this is indeed a two-story facility. You don't mm -hmm. see, or for the moment here, any movement in here. You come in ready to kick, kick ass and take names, mostly so you can write them down after you kick their asses, but you don't see anything. In fact, the fire in the center that there, where it looks like a nice communal cooking pot, what would be, is very, very dim, low embers. Like the fire was just let to, to go out hours ago and only the dimmest of, of embers are left in here. There's a couple torches that, that are, are inside that give enough illumination to, to the whole um, main area here that, that even you, Norwin, can see. But the most um, telling thing, if anything, are there are people in these four cells. Ah, I was just gonna ask. There are figures. You can't tell much from right now. You can just see bodies. Uh, two of them seem to be moving. Two of them not. I I would approach the cells. I would join. I would go towards one where the two the people seem not to be moving. Boom. Okay. As you make your way over there. Um, the the one directly to your right, Earth. There's a figure that shuffles under a simple holy blanket. A um, man, an old man, that seems nearly uh, naked. In fact, you think he m might be, as he shuffles out from his blanket, but keeps it mostly um, on on him as he just sits up bleary-eyed looking at you as you stare through the, through the bars. And I think you're still wearing your mask, which makes you look like Balin or someone, I can't remember his name, one yeah. of the dwarves. The uh, Dwalin. Dwarf. Dwalin. Annie looks like Horus, and Norman looks like stretchy Hulk Hogan. <laughs> right. Woody stretchy Hulk Hogan. Do yes, I recognize this old bloke? Um... You, you would, because at a certain point, age is much less uh, terrible on the body. This is almost without a doubt, uh, John Weaver. Shit. He looks at you, bleary-eyed, but then 
sees Horus and just shuffles back and curls up under his blanket and says, please, no more, no more. Annie, can we find the key? I'll drop Horus's form and say, don't worry, nothing's, nothing's happening. Do you know? Looks at you and goes, please. We are here to get you out. No, or if I don't know where the key is, I'm assuming it's on one of the generals. You're not Restaris? No. We're here to let all of you go. Where are the sons? They're going to where they are meant to be, their graves. You see his emaciated form, his chapped lips, and now that he's looking at you and he kind of shuffles forward a, a little bit, you see he's got glaucoma of the eyes a bit. He's got bruises all over him and, and abrasions that look like they're mostly healed at this point in time. Um, but yeah, he's just giving you a look. Um, Robin, you, you had gone up to one of the cells where the figures weren't moving. There seems to be a smaller bundle and a mm -hmm. larger bundle. Which would you like to go toward? A uh, smaller bundle first. Okay. So you come down here. That um, remains unmoving. However, okay. the other three now, so now, now three of them all begin to shuffle out of their grady blankets. Um, the one right in between Earth and Norwin um, is clearly a female form. Um, she's got slightly elongated ears, um, very dark eyes, though, and her hair cropped um, uncomfortably short to her scalp to the point where there's spots that have been cut into the um, skin itself. Think like Anne Hathaway at the beginning of Les Mis sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which now I've seen that movie, so I can use that. <laughs> <laughs> that, is the, that is the figure in the, if you go one, two, three, four from top to bottom, that was in cell three. Annie, in cell one at, at the top, you see a male human um, form that is fairly unremarkable in other way. And if it wasn't clear, cell three seems to be a, a, a half-elven woman. Hence the elongated ears, yet dark eyes, which kind of shows her human, yet elven lineage. And cell four, the smaller uh, bundle of blanket remains unmoving. Okay. As the figure in cell two just is kneeling there, blanket around around his waist, n naked torso showing so skinny and so bruised and battered, just goes, who are you? What have are they the... done to you, Weaver? I'm sorry, what's that, Rach? Nope, you go ahead. Okay. 
they done to me? I, they, they didn't like what I had to say about their occupation of Dornberg. Don't worry about what they've done to me. Worry about what they're going to do to you. There was a whole dozen of them that stormed from here. Where did they go? Taken care of. How many of you are there? You're looking at it. I will think in my head, Darbellos, do you have a way to get in here? Um, let me see. I know he's got a lot of tricks. I don't know what he can do. Just blow all your spells on knock if you got it. He doesn't, he doesn't yep. have knock, um, unfortunately. <laughs> he says he can go, he can get in himself, but that's not going to do much good about getting them out. Apologies. I can, he, he offers to go search the bodies out, out, outside. We can otherwise, are these desks down here? Yes. I am going to start searching the desks. But, but yes, also do that, Darbellos. I think that's good. We'll cover Irfan. all our bases. And Irfan, I'll ask if they know where the keys are being kept. Weaver, where would they keep the keys? Ristaris, the, the tiefling, she ought to carry the keys for Adrian. I will relay that to Darbellos to start there. Okay, Darbellos will say Roger and walk out. Annie, this what is your investigation check? That was right, I actually have to roll one of those, don't I? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, herp derp, yeah, I look at things. Bard it up, that's what you get to do. You pretty much succeed all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 18, you root through these drawers, and it looks like this was at one point in time, potentially a functioning jail with four cells, which may be all that a place like Dornberg would, would need, and there's documentation that happened here. It looks like it's all just gone to, to hell. Paperwork has just been left askew. Um, there's a fine layer of dust in the drawers. Um, there's flasks of liquor that are clearly newer than the papers un under them. There are ink wells that have gone dry with caked on ink. These people have had no need for jotting down who, who they throw in jail. In short, you don't find the keys, but you do find with that investment check, signs that this place has not been used by the people of Dornberg for quite some time, meaning Sons of Red Jack occupation here has been substantial to the point where See, I feel like ink wells will like dry you know that's the real crime here is the unfinished paperwork well you dealt them it, their judgment yep <laughs> bureaucratic justice at its finest yep um Norwin come help me with this and I'm gonna grab one of these benches over here <laughs> I go open with a bench. <clears throat> and then 
maybe we can both do a helped strength check with the bench to try to lift the door open. Oh, I see. Like uh, leverage. I too Pirate style. I've seen that movie. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If right. their barrel pulp, uh, barrel bolt hinges, I don't know what they would mm-hmm. use in Dornberg, but uh, make a strength check um, at advantage because Norman's helping you. Stronger than an average human. Hulk Hogan. Uh, oh, that'll be a nat. So twenty-five. Twenty-five nice. looks like forty-three, but it's only twenty-five. <laughs> So you realize you likely with Hulk Hogan, need um, Norman's help as you pry it, pry it in there, mostly with your own strength. And Norman's like, oh, yep, I got that. Don't, don't worry, I'll help. And then you just, <laughs> and Norman's like, I'm, I'm helping. I'm holding the back. Lifts up, and you reach forward, grab with one hand, grab with the other hand, and lift, and swing. And uh, just enough for old John Weaver to come out. He does wrap the blanket around him and tie it with loose, shaking, gnarled fingers. So you do have a feeling that they are indeed naked under them as he comes out wearing that around him. You see his sunken in belly now. At this point, a bowl that is clean as a, as a, as a whistle just in there. It looks like they have been feeding him, but like a dog and poorly as he crawls out. Or walks out as he gets to his feet and ties that. Thank you, thank you. Please free my my son and my daughter-in-law. As he makes his way down, well, there to we go. The third or the fourth cell, where he puts mm-hmm. his, he puts his um, hands on the bars, and he says, "Ellie, Ellie," shakes a little bit. Ellie. And you see the figure in that fourth cell roll over. And there seems to be a child in, in there, in her, um, uh, you would guess young teen, like preteen, like 10, 11, 12, perhaps. Oh, shit. And mm-hmm. she just looks terrified, and John. Weaver says, Ellie, it's me. It's Grandpa. We're going to get you out of there. They're not going to hurt you anymore. You can tell this man is, uh, his voice raspy as all hell from lack of moisture and cold. <laughs> Annie, what would you like to do after you search the the drawers and not find much of interest. You'd find zero gold or anything of the sort. Like they didn't anything anything of worth would not be left there and unfortunately you don't find keys. Is there like food or water near this middle hearth that I see at all? Yeah. Yeah, that that um pot has some, you know, dried remains of what looks like a um, soup stock and some just left left in there. Um not like dried caked on, but like, you know, when you simmer a soup enough and then you scoop it out, you always leave some in there because you're not going to bother cleaning, cleaning it out. And it just makes it makes the flavor good forever and ever and ever. Not a lot. There, uh, there I will say in by the um, by the desk, you did find two um, water skins. Okay. That seem to be I would half full each. Bring them over to 
the guy. My thing is acting weird and not letting me drag myself. Um, and then I would say, come, let's let the men do the work and get them out. You come eat and lead him. Oh my god. Can you put me on like one of the benches near the fire? Yeah. Yeah. I roll 20s freaking out. Thank you. You can use the, the, the arrow keys too. Whenever mine starts freaking out my mouse, I use the arrow keys. That helps. <laughs> okay. He, he does come over with you though reluctant and he sits and you ply him with with you know food from this thing look a, a wooden spoon and he though he does begin to drool a very small amount you he does not eat he's too busy watching the other three cells and i'll hand him a water skin too okay he does take a small sip from that and wipe his mouth and sloshes it to hear how, how how much is left and just holds that in his lap man in cell one says father drink it's fine it's just water there will be enough thank you thank you he he says to earth and and norwin as i imagine you're trying the same the same trick mm -hmm. well younglings first or should we just go to the next let's do, let's do younglings first all right first. well is my roll 20 freaking out too it, like, was scrolling whenever I tried to do anything. Mine is, like, frozen, so I'm gonna close that out and open it again. But, yeah, I'm gonna move down to the next one. Uh, Steven, you go ahead and roll the advantage. My strength is five, so you okay. need my score, so. Okay, I'm gonna do advantage plus five. Eighteen. Eighteen? Mm -hmm. Pull, you pull, and you pull, and the bench breaks in half. Ooh. Not made of hardier stuff. How's the key Bella going, says, <laughs> Uh I think I got it. There's several people out here looking like they want to make their way into the jail, but are also uh, reluctant. Just looks like people. Commoners, I, no? I have yes. gone invisible myself because I did not want them to see me. Mm -hmm. Smart. We should get these folks out of here and we should move along. Bring the keys back. We'll have, send out a distraction. Understood. Thanks already. You want to play, uh, you want to field that with, uh, you can look like Horus if they're scared, then we know that they're on our side. True. Uh uh, they're making their they're making their way in. They are on their way. They're entering. They're and entering. I'm changing oh. into Horus <laughs> right away. Okay. Change into Horus as five figures walk in through the doors, all wearing night shirts and the such. All men mostly look looking quite strong. You see, Tobias is amongst them. Um, he went. Yes, apparently got help or rallied people that were broken up from the ruckus and whatnot. And they come in um, with simple like pokers or like short swords or clubs at the ready. And the moment that they come through the door and look and see you as Horus, they stop in their, their tracks, their eyes all widen. And one of them looks back at Tobias and, and says, I thought you said they were all dead. He goes, I, 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 
What are you doing in my jail? It's only the one, right? We can we can take him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your time in this city is over. You fox. And he spits on the ground. The one with a cudgel that steps forward lightly, holding. Yeah, it. you think so? Have you even killed Jack yet? Do you even know where he is? What? What? <laughs> they, all, they all look very baffled at that. Mm-hmm. Having no idea what to make of what you just said in Horace's perfect imp- impersonation of his voice. I will have you make a deception check at advantage um, just because you are acting like, like him. Mm-hmm. 20. Deception. So that'll be 27. Jeez, man. Yeah, they fully believe you. And now they're all kind of looking at each other, unsure with their fire pokers, cudgels, uh, chair chair legs. One has an actual short sword. One has a pickaxe um, or like a, like a mining pick. And they're all just unsure about what that meant and what to, to, to do. So you have a cluster of people right at the door here that are temporarily abated. I will say, because you could kill me, but Jack will kill each and every one of you unless you kill him first. We just want to save... We just want to save the weavers. And then they see John at a weaver sitting there sipping on, on water and he turns and says, Shush up, you five! Shush up. I, I don't I don't know why she takes this appearance, but they're setting my family go. They're setting my people free. Let them be. Now they look even more baffled right now seeing a under, un, underwearless weaver speaking this this way, and T- Tobias says, John, John, uh, are you okay? What, they, they, what have they been doing? They've been doing such terrible things to you. How's Gregory, Josephine, Ellie? He goes, they'll be fine. Just let these people do their work. As um, Earth, you feel a tug-tug on your um, cloak and a key ring is set in your <laughs> hand. <laughs> ah! Perfect. But you don't see Darvellos. He's staying invis right now. Yep, no, he, he mentioned, yeah, he mentioned he was invisible, so. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, I'll open one door I'm in front of, and then I'll toss the keys kind of up and over so no ring can catch them and move on to the next door. Yep. And I will do that. You can see that there is them. a... You can see that uh, cell four there, right where you are, or which you didn't log back in, or are you having a hard time? My computer is like adamant that it needs to restart, so I don't know. I think that's why it's not letting me reopen Google Chrome. Mm. Okay. Well, Weird. we'll we'll have you restart when we take a break. Yeah. Okay. Unless we need to, which I'll let. Like, no, like for it. some reason Zoom is still working, but I cannot open Google Chrome to save my life, so I don't know what's going on. Strange. Um. Mm-hmm. I'll mess. 
So as you open it, the young girl, again, preteen, but hard to tell exactly how old. She has slightly rounded ears, or slightly elongated ears as well, but the same dark eyes, yet blonde hair as her apparent father to the to cell number one. As you open the door and swing it open, she scoots all, all the way back so her back is against a wall, and she scoots further so she's in a corner and just hides under the blanket. Norman, you, you open up the cell to the half-elven woman who similarly ties the blanket around her, the holes in exposing more flesh than she probably prefers, but covering the, the important parts as she ties it tight with, mm-hmm. with trembling fingers as well as just a stretchy Hulk Hogan opens up cell three. <laughs> do I have a... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, do I have a cloak of some kind? I always forget what I... I don't know if you do or if you just have your studded leather armor. I guess that's up to you if you have anything of, of the sort. Because I remember when we were at my treehouse, I did pick up some warmer clothes. Huh. That that would totally make sense. That that you would have on some some sort of of, of cloak. Maybe okay. maybe if not for a line with nothing, Norman. Maybe maybe it is. But yeah. Something to keep the chill out. Something a little heavier. Yeah, I'll give her the the heavier cloak that I have on. She looks very reluctant to accept anything from you, but also acknowledges that you are opening the cell. Mm-hmm. But she still holds out a hand very very tentatively, and it shakes as she takes it from you. And then she goes, "Thank you." And then she right. turns when she says, "Is my daughter okay?" We'll find out. So we're gonna open that up too. Okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that, that's the one that the Earth had just opened. She steps. She steps out and sees um, Earth standing there in in the doorway. I will take the keys from Norman and go let out the last guy at the top. Then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guessing the little girl doesn't want to come to me all covered in blood. Exactly. So. Come <laughs> here. Mama will will come and get the youngster and tries to pick her up and you're like, there's no way with this skinny, mm-hmm. skinny form she'll be able to, but can because the child is uh, equally as emaciated. Uh, in fact, now that you see her out in the light um, more as Josephine brings, brings Ellie out, you imagine she might even be as old as 14, 15, but just from the lack of food and such might just look smaller. She brings her out and, and they both sit on this bench here just by John uh, Weaver who begins to ply them with the remnants of stew and gives um, water to Josephine who, who begins to pour it in Ellie's mouth. And Ellie just has a thousand yard stare right, right now. Like her poor young mind scarred beyond belief. Um, the last if, guy. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say in my head really quick. This is why I changed my mind. I understand now. Gregory comes comes forward as well, and just just kneels on the stone ground and hugs his his wife and daughter as the weaver. Um, still, now he gave away all the food and all the water to them. He turns to you all, and says. Mm-hmm. I apologize for asking the same question over and over, but who are you people, and why have you come to Dornberg? 
Have, have you have you slain Jack? We don't know where he is. Do you? Which you that which you killed from the jailhouse were maybe only a quarter the number in this <laughs> city, this town. Quickly. <laughs> there are places Tobias Tobias and Tobias steps forward forward. Yeah, yeah, John, John, it's me, it's me. I know it's you, you damn fool. Can can we use your your home? He goes, I don't know if Marilyn would 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 be too keen on that, on that. John, he goes, you damn fool, listen to me. If this many of the sons have died outside, as these three have said, then there's no running from this. There's hiding, yay, but there's no running from it. This has got to end in the next few days. It's time to time is to get get the men. And one of the men from behind says, "Weaver, that's not how this goes. We'll get we're, we're getting you, and we'll squirrel you away to Silwood or where, wherever. You can you can go get help. But this 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 we're not fighting them again. We tried that once, and look what happened. You got put in a cell." And then Gregory spoke up, and he got put in a cell. And Josephine sent a damn letter to to Silwood to the Inquisition, and she got put in a cell. And fuck, even goddamn Ellie got got put in a cell. And you know as well as I do what they did to your damn wife, Gregory. You're gonna let your father call call a coup. The city belongs to Jack. We're just here to let you out and go. Weaver says, "I'm not leaving the city." I'm not leaving the t- I'm not leaving the, the town for the city. That's not in my blood. My great grandfather has been here, as was yours, young man. We're not leaving this town with those bastards. The other five look very unsure about this. One of a third one steps forward and says, Weaver. You've been in a cell for the better part of a year. More than a year. What are you talking about fighting them? What what are you going to do? Look at what we have. The sons took every damn weapon that we have. They hold all the cards. What do we have? And Weaver smiles a smile that's missing some teeth and some are yellow and brown. And he points one finger at Earth, Norwin, and Horus. <laughs> I will then drop my form and be like, we're here to kill Jack. That is our purpose. That's what we have, lads. That's what we have. And Sorry to say we're the only help they're sending you, soft-headed fools. No, I'm happy to say we're the only help you're going to need. Tobias, your home Tobias says, uh, let's, let's, let's make our way a bit further, further southward, perhaps, aye? Not, not right here by the jail? Weaver says, aye, 
Let's make, make our way somewhere where we can, we can plan our next steps. This doesn't need to end tonight. Oh, maybe it should. What do you plan on, on doing, he says to you three. The best we can. You heard the lady, we're here to kill Jack. By the fact that you asked me where, where he, he be sleeping tells me that you don't know where, where to find him yourself. <laughs> That's why I fucking asked. I, I, I understand that. I'm not, not questioning why that you asked or why you asked, just that likelihood is, well, likely he's either in the Baron's estate or the mines. Neither of which I would like to venture into myself, but perhaps there's a place that we can talk, even brief as it may be. About what? About why you've come, and 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 I understand why. I understand your goal, but why? Who you are and what? If there, there, there's a smart way of doing this, Earth's gonna show the collar around his neck and just say, "We were sent by the Archlector himself to take care of this problem." Hi, Josephine, my darling. Looks like your letters reached the Inquisition's hands after all. The half-elven elven woman with the short, shorn hair and cuts and bruises and hand marks on her wrists and elbows and neck turns and you see this very clearly now in, in the light that is here, these marks, and she says, and why the fuck did it take nearly a year took them that long to find us. Tobias says, look, we're here for the Weaver family. You three can can go on doing the bloody work. Yeah, I see you started out there and march your way into the mines or toward the estate if you want. But if there's any any talking, any more information that needs to be 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 split, we need to leave this jail right now before we're, we're the ones that get surrounded. Well, come, come, or go, go. I care, I care not. John, come, come on. And several of them come forward to help pick John up, you know, put loop, loop his arms over theirs and come to help the people out. Mm-hmm. No one will say, you know, stay quiet and stay safe and go with a little bit of more strength than you left with. And we'll cast Mask Your Wounds, and uh, Annie and I will get 22, and then the four of them will also get 22 HP. Thank you. Okay. Jot down the 22s. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, you know, they very happily, you, you, you hit them with this, and they revitalize almost immediately, but not to full, you know, hail and healthy. This... Sheer yeah, of course. Exhaustion that they have is still there, but their wounds, their abrasions, their lesions—you do see 
begin to, to close and heal and they do get more, quite a bit more of a springless tap instead of two people needing needing to, to, to carry John Weaver, he kind of shoves him, shoves him off and says, I only need one, help the others. And they begin to, um, to hobble their way out. Um, up to you guys if you want to follow them to where they're going or if you, whatever you want to, to do and discuss amongst yourselves. What do you two think? Do you have any ties to these people that you need to see through? I mean, Weaver was just always around, citizen of the town, you know, old blood always trying to make it better, but if he doesn't know where Jack is, he doesn't do us a damn lick of good. I'd say the less involvement we have with them, probably the better then, just to make sure for now. What about you, Annie? What do you think? I think we just push on through and try to find Jack and kill him. The less we interact with these people, the better. Mm-hmm. All right, so we think in mines or manor? I'm thinking personally, I think we should go manor first, clear out whatever is in the town, and then push into the mines. We don't have anything pincering us if we come through, go in. That's smart. I agree. Let's clear out up here and then go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they'll, All right. uh, they'll be more awake probably in their mind. Less element of surprise. Makes sense. Unless and then, oh, you what's that? A, I was gonna say that you know this town better than I do. No, I mean what you guys said makes sense. No sense of heading down into the mine and then getting ourselves trapped. Might as well clear our way out up here, where we have plenty of ways to escape, maneuver around, do what we have to do, mm-hmm. and then burn the rats out of the hole. Great. Let's check upstairs here quick, though, and make sure nobody's sleeping under the bed. Makes sense. No. Any, all right. Are all three of us going to go upstairs? I think that makes sense. Okay. Otherwise, I can always stay down here and keep a watch out, but it's completely up to you. Just as long as you're within a, a good short jaunt of us. I will stand at the bottom of the stairs. Is there three levels, or is it just the first and second floor? The first and the second floor. Okay, so Norman, I think the two of us will be fine up there. All right. So yeah, Annie, keep an eye out and uh, find something nice to say to get these sods back to their homes. Hey, sods. These these go coin, back home. coin gargglers. What did you say? Hey, sods, uh, go back home. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> So, what do you plan on doing? I think we plan on going to the manor, and I think all of you should leave and go home and keep your necks out of this. Uh, Weaver, the eldest here, says, Be careful. What is your name? I just go by Annie. Annie. Be careful, Annie. I don't... The, the Inquisition's ways are mysterious. This is not what I expected. My tardiness is better than 
nothing. You should know that if Jack is in the town, there's two others you should keep your, your eyes, or three others you should keep your eyes out for. Who would they be? One goes by the name of Paxton, the patient. Very tall, armored brute with a great sword he can wield with only one hand, it seems. I believe we already killed him. Next. Okay. Okay. Uh, we did kill him, right? Was he one? There was that big guy that came up, but was he wielding a great sword in one hand? All he did was throw a dagger at me. True. But, like, did he have a great sword on his back? <laughs> okay, so there you go. That answers that. That was another big dude. <laughs> Yep. Big dudes all around. <laughs> Besides that, there's Scipio, the inspired, they call him. He's a gnomish mage that tends to be wherever Jack is. I, I, again, I don't know where Jack is, but he tends to be wherever he is. There's four lieutenants. There's Horace, Restaris, Adrian, and one other. I can't remember the name right now. And Tobias says, no, Weaver, I think those are the ones that they took care of. Oh, all of them. Yeah, their bodies are lit in the cobblestones up, up front. Well, then you've done well to sever many of, of the heads, but the body still remains. Well, then besides Paxton and Scipio and Jack himself is Jack's son, his blood son from my understanding simply goes by the name of Jack Jr. Original? JJ. Paxton is right, is Jack's right hand. And Jack Jr. is his, his left. In the shadow would be this Scipio. But there's a legion of sons in the estate and a good, good number in the mines as well. The mines have become of special interest to them in the last six months or so. Old Conifer Mactir has been demanding us to, to increase workflow and ore and silver and everything the mines can possibly produce since the suns came nearly two years ago. And I spoke out against them plenty and then they threw me in the cell for the, the better part of a year over now and then, well, you, you heard the rest. My son and daughter-in-law and my granddaughter have all been similarly deposed as an assurance policy against the town folk. But the mine, Conifer Mactir, the current 
baron of this place demanded production up, 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 and up. But the town itself never saw a copper of it. The money, I assume, all going in his pockets or that of Jack and the sons themselves who have outfitted themselves handsomely. But six months ago, something of great interest from what I I hear. My ears extend even while I'm within the, the prison cell. The information that reaches me. Todwell, what is this that you, you spoke of? The obsidian wall and the figure with the short sword. I'm sorry, I can't even say that. This figure with the pickaxe who looks like he's a burly, looks like he's a miner himself, and this is his tool of trade and his tool of warfare, says, and he's helping um, Gregory, and he's using the pick, pick, pickaxe as sort of a, a walking stick for them, and says, hey, well, we've been chiseling away at that the walls, expanding the, the mines, going as, as deep as we can to get as many, any gold, silver, copper, any ore, a- anything that we, that we can, that could be worth anything. Old Conifer has been come even more ordinary, though he hasn't been seen in public, short of of uh, public decrees that he pops down. I haven't seen the old man, but his decrees of production and working overnight shifts, shifts constantly. And the sons are making sure that this stays true. But we've been picking and picking and picking away at that the walls putting through channels deeper than we ever did before and all of a sudden struck something that can't be got through we chiseled it out a good five five feet wide and five feet tall enough for us to kneel and chisel away as best we can but uh nothing getting through it's just black smooth smooth as smooth as ice and half as cold and just a wall a wall of black, a wall of obsidian. I can't tell tell you the foggiest idea of what's what's inside, but when Jack heard about it, or Jack Jr., who is in charge of the whole mine operation here, when Jack Jr. heard about, about it, he started shacking up in the mines himself and overseeing everything, demanding that we get, we get through, try everything that we possibly can. Even their spell, their spell slinger, the Scipio, no mesh fuck, came in and did what he could and not a single thing. Couldn't, couldn't poof his way through, couldn't open it with his magics, couldn't blast it open with the, with the fireball that your best, your best bet was, a, was dangerous for us all in the mines. But all I can say is if, you, if you're looking for a jack Junior, he is likely in the mines even now, and there's luck. There's likely miners in the mines right now, hammering away with everything they possibly can to try and expand out and see if there's a way to get into whatever the hell this black obsidian is. Weaver picks back back up the uh, pen here from from this point and goes, "Well, that's 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 all the story." We have for you, but be mighty careful. If you're looking to cut cut off Jack's thumb and his son, his true son, 
The mines might be where you, might be where you start, but you can always get pincered in there. That's possible. But fewer. If you're looking to plow through and cut off the the, the head, then then the estate is potentially wh- where you want want to go. I can't say myself. I'm I'm not even sure where they've dug or where all the channels go these days. Either way, good luck. I would say that you two upstairs, because of the nature of the place being, having a big rectangular cutout there, you were able to hear bits and pieces, especially of the other guy's story. His his is more loud. Um, Weaver's voice is very low and rapt. Maybe only Annie can pick up. Plus, unless we found something, I feel like we wouldn't have been up there for very long. True. Yeah. <laughs> why, why don't you both make individually um, investigation checks? Someone will have to do that for me. I can't get my roll 20 to work for some reason. Okay, what's your modifier? Uh, it's a straight roll for me. Oh, okay. Well, here is Earth's then. 19. Nice. <laughs> it, like, knows that I was rolling for you. <laughs> like, ah, yes. Norwins will be oh, a, nat, a nat one. Okay, that's true. Let me just check. Because uh, my investigation thing is just plus four, yeah. So, standard uh, four. Yeah, it was! It absolutely was! I fucking should have bet cash money on it. It's a, you should. It was literally a net one. It was literally a net one. So, five total, motherfucker. So all, all this means is, Norwin, you go and check all of the uh, beds mm-hmm. down here. And you find a grand to- total of 18 silver and 28 copper mm-hmm. um, in like in various chests. There's also some you know swords and pikes and stuff up here. There's some locked chests, it, it seems. Earth, though, you go right to the upper the, the upper left. There's a very small um, uh, secluded room. The rest of these beds are all like bunk beds in in a group. And you go to the, this this smaller secluded room. It's locked. You bust in um it's not this is a very easy lock or a very easy door to, to break down you see a oh, bed that's dished that's in disarray and whatnot and a desk there with a quill and an ink and whatnot and you rifle through and you rip out a drawer and dump it out and ga- gather up um 48 gold nice. 48 gold 48 gold nice whatever this little other bed is you imagine the stars or somebody else was here that they actually had a amount of gold there's also um some letters here um that just look like orders so you just do a very quick scan you grab a hand they just look like like orders from um jack or from jack jack jr or from Pat. i do want those as well okay so you grab those we'll say you don't sit there pouring through them right now but you no, do no, 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 grab, no. you do grab them and you shove them in your uh, back pocket. And then you make your, your way out. Pretty sure that you've done a clean sweep of this room as Norwin gets his um, paltry belongings. <laughs> so as, as you guys are thumping your way back downstairs, you, you hear the, the tail end of what those last two were saying. Well, here's the thing. If you want to help any of you sods, there's weapons upstairs. Take whatever the fuck you want. As far as I'm concerned, it's yours. We're going to go to the manor first, then set up 
I don't know, a co- collapse one of the mine tunnels or something. Burn them out, smoke them out, do fucking something. Or go home, stay in your houses, and stay out of our goddamn way. And I'm going to hand Annie all the letters and shit that I found. I'm going to do a head wiggle and go, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Shove them in my backpack. Name. I'm vigorously a weaver seeming be a little bit reluctant, but lets himself be, be led away and going south, the opposite, you know, the way that you guys had originally come, going south into the darkness away from... Uh, one of them grabs a, grabs a, a torch to, to, to give them some semblance of light as they head their way back where you guys again came from, hoping to not come across any other sons. Mm-hmm. Leaving just you three. Mm-hmm. And doorbells, who you assume is around, but invisible still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Darby, I know you're somewhere. Um, so I think we should start heading towards the manor. Mm-hmm. Are we all you looking yeah, after that battle? Is everybody doing all right? I've been worse. I'm fine. I've, I've been better, but I'll survive. If that changes, Here. you let me know. I'm going to hand her my flask. Go ahead and roll 2d4 plus, I think it's, I think it's 4. Your holy flask. Yeah. I can't remember if the flask is different than a normal healing potion. It very well yeah. might be. I think it might be. But anyways, you're gonna get some of that. So you can roll the D fours. I know it's that for sure. Thank you. Stephen, I cannot believe you rolled a one. I I called it, and I was like, "There's a 50-50 chance he's gonna roll a one." <laughs> Which is not yeah. how a D20 works, but I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. No, I told you. The dice sometimes just know. Only... You will a 19 for Earth, but a fucking 1 for yourself. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. That did help a lot. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, you should have more to it. I'll find you here in a second, but... So, yeah, that's my thought. <clears throat> we, might, we might not finish this business tonight, but... I think, like you said, Annie, we're in it. We're doing it my way now, so we might as well make the most of the night that we started. Might as well. And this might be a prime example of where we're going to want that necklace to get some sleep when we can. Ah, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But we should be all right for a little while. All right, well, I'm ready to move if you guys are. Good. Are we going with the... You two caught me, and you're taking me to where we're assuming Jack is, and we're going to try to walk our way in, or are we just cutting a bloody path through him? Is there any point to subterfuge at this point? Well, we get a glimpse of our bearings on our way in, so maybe it's things true. would surprise us when you know we're there. That works for me. I always like to surprise people as, as opposed to being surprised, if we can get mm-hmm. in with it. But yeah. And if not, we're in the exact same fucking position we are now. Makes sense. Again. All right, looks to me. Very, very true. I'm gonna mm-hmm. swing. Uh, so when we go outside, Norman, pick up some kind of yeah sort of red jack nonsense and throw it on you. I was gonna see if they had like if one of them had a cloak or something. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know if I mean? they if they did, I'll just try to if their face isn't too mangled, I'll try to emulate that face. 
Yeah, several of them have her lined um, um, cloaks or craft you know, wands and spears and whatever else. You <laughs> if you gave your cloak up to yeah. Josephine, you can grab one of those easily enough. Cover mm-hmm. most of yourself, so at, I mean, at least you're not super obvious. Mm-hmm. And um, you're going to make your face change to look, look, look like the person? Yeah, yeah, just as much as I can, you know. I know there's limitations. Yeah. Did, did you want to look like one of the... Um, well, if it's just a cloak, none of the none of the main four, I think, was wearing a cloak. They all had armor and the same. Yeah. So you'll just be a scrub. I'll just be a scrub, and that's fine. Scrub guy. Okay. Yep. Any, are you changing your form to look like any, anybody? Yeah, I'll go back to looking like horse. Okay. As you guys step out into the night, early morning air, um... Yeah. Earth will say that your um your attunement swaps now. So you have the cloak attuned now instead of the ring if you want. Cool. Do I have permission to change it slightly? Change what? The look of the cloak? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't give a shit. Uh the second it goes attuned, I would like it to go kind of like to the black and ratty torn look of like what the devil in the huntsman story told about the dark figure. Yeah, yeah, that kind of look. So, okay, but cool. So that like white wolf cloak, you see it kind of go black, like like a black wolf, and then little holes begin to appear in it. It's not, you know, it didn't even change to the white wolf instantly. It was like a over time mm-hmm. the feathers fell out. So I'll, I'll say that the change begins slightly, but it's enough that your comrades would notice the color shift. Mm-hmm. Before before their their very eyes and their fur begin to like fall out and when it hits the ground it just like vanishes away. It's a yeah. strange thing to see. Mm-hmm. Rachel, you'll, you'll get this. I always imagine it looking like the Hollow Knight cloak. Like yeah. Around him, that kind of thing. Love mm-hmm. it. That works. But okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our bellow says in your guys' heads, you can hear his footsteps behind you. He's not mm-hmm. trying to be super stealthy at the moment. He says in your guys' heads. Um, so we're doing this, just going, going, going in. Excellent. Well, I think I think our selector would be most pleased if we took care of this all the very night that we arrived. I'll see what we can do, at least. Would give us more time to keep Earth's head on his shoulders, at least physically. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I will stay as I am now. Uh, I have another 40 minutes or so of this at my disposal. But if anything goes awry, I will, uh, I suppose, do what I can. That's yeah, so yes. behooves you. You, you kind of hear him slow his pace a bit, so you guys are a good 30 feet or so in, in front mm-hmm. of him. Perfect, so he'll need to dash to catch up. Well, he's a spellsling. I don't think he needs to be near you to nah, do anything. That's true. Fact, he doesn't want to. Unless we have to babysit him, the better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's true. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. So if my companions have their disguises, I will hand Norwin my two swords. Mm-hmm. And then I will take that rope that we got, that magic rope. Where Wait a minute. Did you hand I me will blood? Say, I, I will say it's funny because... You do without even thinking about it, Earth. You just grab your swords, like the whole like bandolier with their two of them off your mm-hmm. back, and you hand it to him, and you have no problem doing it. Oh, 
And it's weird. You, you don't understand why, but you get a sense that it's because Blood knows your intent. And he understands that you're not, not actually going to make him up. You will be within five feet of him at, at any given time. So there's a difference between giving it to an, to somebody else, perhaps, and giving it to somebody that, that you he knows intuitively will be there. Mm-hmm. So you like let go and you don't feel like, like you've lost a connection at all. And you're almost probably like, oh shit, I, I let him go. It's like, it's almost a weird thing compared to how difficult to how impossible it was before. Yeah, like I was half expecting to be in that doorway and just, oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. You both kind of stand there and talk. Yeah, no, no, no one's like, am I about to die? Herb's like, I'm not sure, am I about to die? Uh, I found a new master. Good little sword. He likes that. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then uh, we'll tie me up with that magic rope we bought that has the listens to command words and unties on the command word. Oh, you bought uh, that rope. Was that the climbing one or the intent? I think it was the, the climbing one. The climbing one. one. The climbing one, yeah. It can move and tie and untie itself with commands. Okay, I, I will comment on this now. Oh, um, boy. Not just going forward from this moment. My understanding was you guys didn't leave most of your belongings in the inn, in the tavern. Maybe I, I, I can understand bringing- Yeah, like I don't have the magic carpet. Nope. I, don't have, I, I don't have the boat. But rope would be a useful thing to have when you're going to a minor minor. <laughs> yes, like I said, I yep. you're up guys, we're going. I'm just saying, keep in mind that mm-hmm. you probably don't have random knickknacks that you might usually bring. Like Annie, I'm guessing you didn't bring your, your cube with, with you or maybe- I probably would because I like to put bodies in there. So she I would bring it just in case. The very there's, there's a lot of other things I feel like you would leave in spite of the yeah, the bodies some... and our money. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would keep the cube with me. That's that's like my purse. <laughs> She'll go true. nowhere without her purse. Twenty five pound purse. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So my purse. Earth's been trainer. Earth's been stuff. It's actually pretty light. Some stuff that I would carry. Yeah, there's probably. not anything in particular I thought I thought of just. Mm-hmm. Remember. Yeah, like I said, yeah, like a bunch of my flowers. Yeah. Like Norman probably didn't bring his poisoner's kit with him. No, yeah, yeah, that's sort of thing. Just that, like an example, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. Okay. So you guys are walking out. Um, have your brief convo, and Earth, you know, you got guys tie his arms up. Where a single command word, I think, is a bonus action. Actually, have to see the sheet. Can can unloose or loosen it for you? And you uh, begin to trudge your way up. Um, Earth, you would know from history that it's a solid like ten minute or so trek there. It's quite a bit distant um, up the hills or up the um, switchback more away. You're still in the very residential mines area now. The actual estate is up and over and switchback and up and over. It might even be more like twenty minutes or so. I'll just say fifteen. That's a nice easy round number. So there, I'll let you guys know that as we head up there. All right. I will. Good. Yeah. I will give uh, Norwin this oil of sharpness. Oh, wait, okay. Ah! Oh, sure. Two apply to blood for me while we walk up there. Okay. It only takes yeah. a minute, so. Takes a minute to apply. Okay. Yeah. So as I see the mansion coming in, I'll apply that. Damn. <laughs> How how long does the oil last, Leo? 
an hour. An hour? That's what I thought. Wow. So mm-hmm. plus, plus three sword for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I hope he's in there. <laughs> is, there any well, other, is there any other prep that you guys would like to do on the 15 minute or so Shrek up? Can we decide if I can cast a ritual while I'm walking? I think you can. Um, it might be a little bit hand. I mean, you can obviously doff your shield, put that. On, on your back, maybe have Annie hold your staff, and I would say, mm-hmm. sure, you could do 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 that then. Okay. Yeah, I just want to blood, which I guess you could sling blood over your back as well. Yeah. Basically, I just want to re up the the telepathic connection just in case. Mm, okay. I mean, we still have probably like you know twenty thirty minutes on it, but just to you know keep that fresh. Okay. Yeah, we've probably been out for about thirty minutes. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better that we have the communication, even if it's doubled up a little in terms Agreed. of time. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Anything else you guys want to do? Annie, anything for you? Nope. I'm just trudging. Just make the dome and stay in it? Yep. I mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Could we cast, like, the um, freaking uh, tensor exploding disc, have Annie put on top of it, do her bubble on top of that, and then push her along? <laughs> <laughs> With the bubbles? I will never <laughs> give you that spell now. <laughs> we just make a tank. If that existed, though, think about how warfare in this this age would be completely different. You know. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Tensors floating disc and the (laughs) bubble, and just be launching firebolts out nonstop. We are gods. (laughs) (laughs) Level one, like level two spell, level three spell, bitch. (laughs) Uh. All right. Um. What are your guys's um, passive perceptions minus five? Because you're at because it's dim light. Ten. Thirteen. Minus five would be a seven. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, Annie, what did you say yours was? Because I have icky, so pretty much it just takes away my charisma modifier, right? Yep. And then so sense. 13. 13, okay. All right. You guys trudge your way up. Earth tied. No one have having applied the, the, the oil before his for his ritual, just to, just to make sure. <laughs> He's going to have one thing interrupted. Probably better to be the ritual rather than... Yeah. Okay, I told you to do one goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> I asked you to do one thing, and you sat there chanting for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, that is fair. You're reading from a book. So, oil of Olivier applied, telepathic bond re-upped, earth tied. Um, Annie looking like Horace the whoremonger. Stephen looking like. A random guy. Actually, I'll tell you one of their random names. I'll just look at a, a random one here because I had names for every single one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bob the Boyle. <laughs> Bob the Boyle. That's the first one I saw. That that was a guy's name. All or right. right, right next. There's Happy the Fat Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, all these are great. <laughs> and Kefla the Croat. Um, Zex the Zookeeper. Should be the, the trench. Yeah, I, I added a good time with the names, but you are Bob the Boyle. Bob the Boyle. Can you 
spoil it? Oh, boy. I think so. <laughs> and Annie, yeah, you're Horus? I'm Horus the Whoremonger, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Nine o'clock. Let's mm-hmm. take our our break. Leo will obviously need you on, on roll 20 for what's to come, so see if we can get, get that Maybe. fixed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> we can play the, the diplomatic. Mm-hmm. That's that's very true. Gentlemen, what crime have I committed? <laughs> Enjoying a meal? A succulent, succulent Chinese, Chinese meal? meal? Get, Get your off hand my off penis. my penis. <laughs> ah, I see you know your judo well. That <laughs> was my copy going on. That was quite funny. Uh, I'm I'm waiting to receive my <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-ta and farewell, he says. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Let's come back in 10 or so and go from there. Sounds good. Okay.